Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Welcome, friends, to another r slash I don't work here, lady video. If you don't work here, raise your hand and then use that hand to scroll on down and hit the like and subscribe buttons down below. That said, our first story of the day is by Pokemon95. I don't work here. I'm a patient. This happened a few days ago. I, 26-year-old female, am 11 weeks pregnant with my second child. I work at an optical center as a technician, and our uniform is plain scrubs that can be any color but no pattern. On this day, I had just returned to work after having to quarantine due to having COVID. I started my shift at 9am. I seemed fine and was so glad to be back at work. About an hour and a half into my shift, I was with one of our patients doing an eye test called an optos. While standing at the machine, I started to feel unwell. It started with sudden severe nausea, which quickly was accompanied by a dizzy feeling. Then my eyesight started to go black at the edges. I've had vertigo my entire life, so I attributed this to a normal vertigo episode that would be done in a few seconds. However, when I didn't start to feel better after a few seconds, I knew something was wrong. I left the patient I was with and went out into the hall. I called for my supervisor, who was also with a patient. When she came out and asked what was wrong, I got as far as, I don't feel too good, before everything went black and I woke up on the floor with our eye doctor leaning over me, telling someone to call 911. At the hospital, they could not find any reason as to why I fainted and only gave your pregnant as a possible cause. When I was told I could go home, I started getting dressed and went out into the waiting room to wait for my fiancé to pick me up. At this point, I was wearing my maroon scrubs. In the 30 minutes it took my fiancé to leave work to come get me, he didn't know what happened until I was able to call him, I had several people come up to me asking how long they had to wait to be seen. After telling so many people I didn't work there, some more than once, I unintentionally yelled to this old lady who rudely asked me why I was sitting around instead of working on getting her an ER room. Listen witch, I do not work here, I'm a patient. Just because I'm wearing scrubs doesn't mean I work at the hospital. Leave me the heck alone, please. At this point, I was almost in hysterical tears because I didn't feel good and just wanted to go home and lay down. Now I feel bad for yelling at the woman, but surely she should have heard me telling other people I didn't work there. Depending on what the old lady was going through or dealing with, I kind of see it from both sides. If you're focused on getting an ER room, chances are you might not be paying too much attention to what other people in the room around you are saying. You're probably focused on the counter, on the doors leading into the rooms. You look over, you see somebody in scrubs. Stressful situation, kind of lash out a little bit. But same goes for OP, they're getting confused, frustration, stress, not feeling well. You kind of just hope that both sides end up feeling better and recovering from whatever it was that they were dealing with. Let me ask you guys, do you think OP was in the wrong at all for lashing out like that? Or do you think that in that situation, it was alright what they did? I'd like to know what you guys think in the comments down below. Our next story is by Saren Levant. I would prefer not to. 
So I'm at Barnes and Noble waiting for my girlfriend to get off work and I'm sitting in the cafe reading Mary Poppins when a lady comes up to me asking if I could help her find books by P.L. Travers. I get why she asked me but I've had a bad day and don't want to deal with people so without even looking at her I just say I would prefer not to which annoys her. She starts going off about how she's going to get my manager and tell them I'm ruining products and refusing to help customers. So I tell her it's my personal copy, also the cover doesn't match the newer editions, and ignore her. She continues to get pissy and a manager comes by to see what's going on. She gives the whole spiel to the manager and demands he fires me, to which he gloriously replies. The woman huffed off pretty quick after that, looking like we just shot her dog. Melville would be proud. This is definitely one of those stories that make me feel properly uncultured or just not very well read at all. Like I can tell there's very clearly a reference going on here that I just don't understand because I don't read anything. All I read are Reddit stories. All I can say is personally, if given the option to sit down and read a book, I would prefer not to. Our next story is by AmeriKiwi11, fellow immigrant mistakes a nurse for a supermarket employee and gets really confused. Backstory, I live in New Zealand but I'm from the USA and I used to work in a few supermarkets here in New Zealand before I completed my training and started working in healthcare. I was leaving work a little late and I ducked into the supermarket to pick up something on behalf of my mother-in-law. I was speaking with her on the phone to clarify her preference for the item when I noticed a young man with his friends patiently standing next to me looking like he wanted to ask me something. I heard him speaking with his friends and so I knew he was a tourist from either Canada or the USA. I assumed he heard my accent and was waiting to ask me about where to find something or a Kiwi substitution for an American item. We immigrants gotta help each other. When I got off the phone, he politely asked me where he could find Marachino cherries, which I actually did know isn't carried by this or any local supermarket, so I advised no, but there would probably be some other options available. He seemed confused by my answer, so I offered to help. I took him to another aisle and showed him the candied cherries. The nice guy says, I just don't know if they'll work with the cocktails I have planned for tonight. I say, oh sure, that's a bit tricky, there's some preserved cherries over here, but for something like that, I really don't know, but we can ask the liquor section, the guys there might have something. I led him to the liquor section, noticing he looked more and more confused by the second. I was wondering why he looked so confused. He looked even more confused watching me interact with the liquor section manager that we happened upon. When I came back and I let him know the only cherry options in the store were the ones I'd shown him and that there was an international grocery nearby I could give him directions to, he looked very confused. And then it dawned on me. My nurse's uniform was black with lime green piping. Guess what the logo and uniform colors of this supermarket are? I laughed and said, because I don't work here. The nice guy gasped and said, really? I said, yeah, I'm a nurse, pointing to the healthcare logo on my top. He says, oh, no way. Oh my God, I'm so sorry. Why didn't you say so? I say, I didn't realize you thought I worked here. I just thought you heard my accent and figured I'd know where to find American stuff. And I always try to help. The nice guy jokingly says, saving lives by day and cocktail parties by night, huh? And me laughing in return said, at your service. We shook hands and wished each other well. And that's the end. Not a social justice story or anything, but I still think about it and it's been five years. Hope you all enjoyed. Well, I learned a brand new thing about New Zealand. If you're going there, I guess don't expect any maraschino cherries in your cocktails. Well, maybe if you went somewhere fancy enough, you probably find it anyways.
but that is a reminiscible quote to kind of look back on down the road. Saving lives by day and cocktail parties by night? That's like a really good Tinder bio. Our next story is by CWU007. I need a translator. I'm a shift manager for a retail drugstore chain. We offer a variety of services. One is a wire transfer of money. So one night, I have a customer, who we'll call Jane, who can only speak Spanish. She brought a friend along, but something happens where they get into an argument and the friend leaves. I barely know any Spanish. Took it in high school and failed. Jane's now irate that I can't help her. I get my phone and turn on Google Translate, but it doesn't work. Apparently Jane is illiterate. Just to clear the air, I have held no resentment against people who can't speak English in the US. Unless you know all the details about someone, you have no right to judge. Both my parents are Chinese immigrants and came to the US in their 30s, barely speaking a word of English. Although they learned, they never truly mastered it. Quite often as a kid, I had to translate or clear up what someone was saying. Jean starts yelling at every customer who passes, asking if they speak Spanish. Most customers just run away, probably because of her attitude. Finally, a customer, who we'll call John, gets flagged down and offers help. John asks Jane to please speak slowly and calm down. John tells me that he's a high school Spanish teacher. He teaches formal terms and Jane's using a lot of Colombian slang terms. John helps Jane finish her paperwork and translates as I'm walking her through the paying process. After Jane leaves, I thank John profusely telling him he's a lifesaver. John says, no thank you. This was at the beginning of the COVID lockdowns. John explains that ever since the lockdown happened, he hasn't had a chance to practice his Spanish, so this was a perfect opportunity. Anyone who speaks multiple languages knows that if you don't use it, you lose it. I give John a discount and a store gift card. John tells me that he gave Jane his number so he can help her learn English and hopes that she'll take his offer. Being a pleb that can only speak English, I never really thought too hard about how if you do know multiple languages but you don't really practice or keep up at it, you kind of lose it over time. I mean it makes sense, but I guess I kind of figured that once you learn it and you have a good grasp of it, you don't just kind of forget how to do it again. But having thought about it, it makes a lot of sense. It's kind of like how I forgot 95% of the techniques I used in math in high school. Though to be fair, I probably never learned them to begin with. Our next story is by Noetic Skeptic. No longer work there. I had worked security for a large West Coast high-end apartment store in the late 1970s. I started looking for another job when I realized the security manager was not very good at her job and also kept taking my ideas up to corporate security and taking the credit. I finally found my dream job during college, working for a private investigator. I stopped by the store to visit with some people I used to work with and do a little Christmas shopping. While I'm there, I stop in briefly to talk with the security manager. She mentions that they've been having a real problem in the electronics section with a massive amount of stock disappearing regularly. The stock room was new for electronics and had not been there when I worked there. She says they've changed the lock and limited the people who have access to the key. Just for kicks, I go to electronics to look around. Five minutes later, I go back to get her. I tell her where to place a temporary camera to catch the thief or thieves. In my five minutes, I find out that to create the stockroom, they put in a new wall and door, but only on the front. The back of the stockroom had been a passageway before the remodel, and they had just nailed plywood over the passageway and painted it to match the wall. The plywood was loose. The thieves had been stealing the stock through this easily recognizable security shortcoming. I'm sure she took credit for 
for solving the thefts. Ladies and gentlemen, we've got a real brainiac working security here. OP walked in and found the Scooby-Doo solution in five minutes. Look gang, there's a piece of plywood over here. It's covering the secret tunnel. The only thing missing was a thief inside that they could rope up, pull the hood off of, and reveal, surprise, it's the security manager's best friend. You know, the Scooby-Doo plot twist. The security manager was behind it the entire time? And we would have gotten away with it if it wasn't for you meddling former security team member. This next story is by Grand202. Helped more people than the employees. Sorry, no Karens involved. A couple months ago, I went shopping at a local restaurant supply type store. Kind of like a small Costco or Sam's Club. I was picking up some food for a work-related event and was wearing our Get Dirty uniform, which is green work jeans and a gray t-shirt with the company logo. This business does not have official uniforms, but employees wear a blue vest with a name tag. Pretty informal. I was looking at a couple of items when a lady called to me to ask if I could get something off of a high shelf. I'm 6 foot 3 so this is a common occurrence even when people know I'm not an employee and I'm always happy to help when someone's polite. She was super nice and thanked me. I hadn't taken two steps when another customer called to me and asked if I could help her find some items. I wasn't in a hurry and I'm familiar with the store so I said sure. As I went back to my shopping, an elderly lady near the meat case was watching me. She asked me where she could find some meat item, can't remember what it was. I helped her pick out a nice one and she then proceeded to hand me her grocery list and asked if I could help her with the rest of her shopping. Of course, I said yes, and 45 minutes later, I helped her push her cart to the front to check out. It was when she looked at the cashier with the vest on, then back at me, that her eyes went wide with the realization I wasn't an employee. We had a good laugh about it, and I went back to start my shopping. Anyway, that's my happy story of spending an hour helping three other people, with all of them being nice, before getting to my own shopping. Gotta say, I had a smile on my face the rest of the day. Well, all I can say is if you're going to get confused for somebody working at a store, at least these people can be nice about it. And oh baby, a triple. That's pretty rare. And our final story of the day is by Loki's Queen, shopping at Barnes & Noble happy situation. So I feel like I only see negative things here and stories of Karens, so I thought I'd share my completely normal situation. I was shopping at Barnes & Noble and was in the B&B exclusive classic section. An older woman came up to me and asked if I knew where something was. I apologized and said that I don't work here. She then apologized and said, oh, you're just buying a lot of books then. I had a basket full of books, so I guess she thought that I was putting them back. She then just walked away. Wish more people in these stories would act like that. Actually, I'm gonna go out on a limb here and assume honestly most of these situations probably are going to be respectful occurrences with nice people. It's just to end up on r slash I don't work here lady, you probably did have a bad experience. It's definitely nice to hear that there's normal, rational people out there in the world. But the reason this place is so full of Karens and stubborn, unbelievable people is because this is our outlet to just kind of share these experiences and vent a little bit. But with that being said, that's all the time we have for today. So of all these stories I've read today, which is your favorite and why? Let me know in the comments down below. And if you haven't yet, if you could like and subscribe, that would mean a lot to me. Whatever you do, whether it's liking, subscribing, turning notifications on, all of it helps grow this channel and I appreciate the heck out of it. So until next time, I'll see you all tomorrow with some more stories. 
Hi, this is Paige from Giggly Squad, and I want to talk to you about Splash Refresher and my water intake. Okay, so you guys obviously know that I am a hydrated girly, but sometimes when you drink that much water, it starts to just taste bland, and you're just like, I need something to spice it up. That's why I love Splash Refresher. It has zero sugar, zero calories, and it's a splash of sweetness, and they come in five different flavors. They're so good wild berry acai grape pineapple mango lemon and mandarin orange my favorite is the wild berry because i just i just love a berry so if you're like me and you're drinking water all day then try splash refresher it's going to absolutely change your water game and it's good for you